to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are streaming on all social media platforms. Keys to the City, as well as YouTube at Keys to the City. Week one is officially in the books. And what a week one it was. An amazing, I thought it was an incredible week one. Great play, great quarterback display. The three best quarterbacks in the league really proved their point. Aaron Rodgers, boy, oh boy, what a performance he had to. It's just an overall, a great week. Some disappointments. The Jets look really bad again. The Cleveland Browns, what do they decide with Baker Mayfield? This is a big week for them. Joe Burrow loses a heartbreaker. Just a fun week. Dallas goes 0-1. The NFC East is led by the Washington football team currently. It's week one. We'll be joined with the Joseph Aguirre in just a few minutes. And like I said, even Monday night last night, two great games. Two fun, enjoyable games. We always wanted. We wanted to see how was this going to be with no fans in the stadium. I think they. I think they did what they had to do. It started off Thursday. Great job by Kansas City with the fans. But I think they did their part. It's. Uh, you got. I mean, everybody's like, oh, I hate this. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going through a pandemic, so they got to do what they got to do, and they made the most of it. But you saw the good teams. You saw the bad teams. I think right off the bat, and we will get into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because everybody. Just relax, please. We'll get into that so, in a few. So, we'll get into that so in a few. what we did realize was teams that had brought back most of their coaching staff and players from last year won games. Teams that had new coaches this year were two and six. Okay. And if you had judge last night, they were two and seven this weekend. Okay. New coaches okay, in their cool. first game. I'm glad. I'm glad you got. And, that. and Washington was one of the steel wins right there when okay. as a new coach in Ron Rivera. Joseph Aguirre. We'll be joined right now by him if he wants to join in. And let's talk some big blue football right now. And, Joe, we were talking before the show, and you kind of seemed a little ticked off. And me, differently, look, the Giants coming in this year, brand-new head coach, new offensive line, second-year quarterback, new left tackle, like I said, offensive quarterback, a new system, no preseason. We wanted to see what this team was going to be made of. I don't know about you and both of you, actually, but I have more positivity, more optimism than I did in previous years Previous years with the Giants. I know they lost. I know it's another – it sucks, a tough loss, 0-1. But for 60 minutes, that New York Giant defense and that team played for 60 minutes. The better team – hold on. The better team won this game. Let's be honest. Coming into this game, we all knew pretty much that we thought Pittsburgh was going to win. They have – Plain simple, I'm going to say it right now. They have the best defense in the NFL. That front seven is nasty. They're fast. They get to the quarterback. They make plays. Plus, they have all four secondary guys returning from last year's team. They're, listen, and you, get back your Hall of Fame, and you get back your Hall of Fame quarterback who didn't play last year. This was an 8-8 eight eight team with one of the worst offenses in the league. But, and that's for what everyone's me about when watching these Giant fan pages that bash the Giants. When you have to have a realistic expectation says this giant team is fighting to win six or eight games this year this pittsburgh Steelers team is fighting to win a super bowl let's let's understand that okay that's where you have to first have realistic expectations to think that the giants were just going to go in there and be able to run the football and throw the ball over the field and play great defense you have that you hope you have that hopeful expectation but that's not realistic here's my thing about last night's game 
positivities I can take away with. Daniel Jones is going to be a fine quarterback in this league. Made a couple of boneheads. He'll be better than fine. Fine is a, a better term for a good quarterback. You He's know what fine be, is. Okay, whatever. Everybody uses terms differently nowadays, all right? Jesus. Anyways, they have a left tackle that played very well last night. Andrew Thomas was the best offensive lineman maybe in the entire game last night because Pittsburgh's offensive line struggled at times too. Now they were dealing with injuries. Saquon Barkley, they're going to get him the touches. Putrid job by the rest of the offensive line. Cam Fleming got his ass kicked. Stephon Tuitt made Nick Gates. Um, that's his father, I guess, because he was just all over Say the field. Daddy. Hey, daddy. He was his daddy. Uh, even Will Hernandez, who had a really good rookie year, has kind of digressed, too, into his third season. But DJ is going to be fine. They look like they have a number one receiver, and Darius Slayton looks like his go-to guy. They didn't have Tate, but we got to be we got to be positive about this. And maybe it's just me feeding off of Coach Judge. I feel like I'm a player because of the way he's – but just his positivity. There's a lot of good takeaways from that game. That defense played really well. And you got to remember, this secondary just lost their former first-round pick. They released them. They also lost their second-round pick, who would who was going to be a major contributor in this game in this season, and that's Xavier McKinney, Sam Beal not playing. So they're down a little in the secondary. Their linebacking crew played better than expected. Blake, Blake Martinez was very good. We have a linebacker maybe now for the next – 10 to 12 years. And then their defensive line, who they don't have a, a dominant premier pass. Leonard Williams, Williams look good. Lorenzo Carter looked very well, played very well last night. There is hope for this team. And that's why I'm saying everybody needs to just relax and just hold our breaths because I can see the Giants beating the Bears. I can see the Giants beating the 49ers. Call me crazy, but I'm sorry. Did somebody say that? Did, did 49ers do something on Sunday that says, wow. This team's going to win about 15, 14, 15 games. I'm sorry. What the hell did Jimmy G do? He looked like a quarterback that was in his first game ever. He didn't look good. Their defense is good. The offensive line is going to get it down. I truly believe that because this is a new revamped line. They haven't had preseason. you got to remember, this is, they just been practicing with one Listen, another. For, for, I called you on the phone before you were going to work. For the first 28 minutes of the football game, they were playing – 50-50 ball with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They were holding their own. And at one point, and, and at one point I thought they should have had the lead. The turn point in the game was two was two. No, days. it was Daniel Jones's pick. Well, of course it was that, that. was it. That, that was, was the game. game. And I said, we need a nice eight-minute drive right now. 19 plays, eight-minute drive. You get side inside the 10. I don't get it. You have Saquon Barkley. I know you haven't really run the ball well. The play before that, you picked the four or five yards on a run. I don't understand why you don't go back to the run and make it third and short or third and goal from like the four or five yard line. I would have ran the ball again. But Daniel Jones, that's got to be a thing where he's got to, hey, listen, I can feel the pressure. He did it later. It was funny. Later in the third quarter, it was a similar play rolling to his oh, left. did in the fourth and, quarter. And, and he the, threw and the ball away. Or the two-minute warning. I saw it this morning. He did the exact same thing. He threw it away. He got it off he, the time. There was no one open. There was no one there. There was five Pittsburgh Steelers. He's got to throw the ball away. you got to understand you've got to get points in that drive. That's huge takeaway and then for Pittsburgh at the end of the first half to come down and score a touchdown you gotta think about that's that heartbreaking drive. you got to think about that drive they go down 91 about 87 yards right at the four looking like they're going to go in and take the lead and the pick Joseph give us your takeaways because you seem a little more you are a little more frustrated I me personally I just didn't see the frustration from past years so let me be clear I didn't think the Giants were going to win the football game at all neither did I not, not even, not even a thought in my head. Close, though. No. I had and, a and I expectation they could have kept it close for majority of the game. I figured it would be a giant type of game where in the fourth quarter, the veteran team, the team that's been together longer with the coach who's got 
and Brandon Roethlisberger, the fourth most wins as a quarterback tandem in history. Quarterback and coach, okay. With 116 wins tied with Don Shula and Dan Marino. I thought eventually they would pull away and make the plays, and they did. But sorry, go, go ahead. So, look, for me, you know, it's been the same old, same old the last few years. This is a, a Giants football team that can play with anybody for parts of any game. It, it seems like that's what we always get. And then, you, you know, that, that defensive, I, I was messaging with uh, Steve Risser last night in, in that pivotal moment when they had the ball back, they were driving just before the half. I said, this is how we'll know how good this Giants defense is. If they could stop them from scoring, feel good. If they hold them the three, steady. And instead, they gave up the touchdown. Wait, now, please. to be fair, you know, look, at that point, it seemed as if the Giants offense couldn't get going at all anymore in the game, which generally leads to the defense. And this is what we've seen the last couple of years. The Giants defense is definitely a better unit than it was last year. Can't wait to get Xavier McKinney back. And you guys definitely highlighted the linebackers and some of the defensive linemen who played really good football last yeah. night. And I think really showed a step forward. I think we all kind of assumed the Giants defense was taking a step forward. So I wasn't shocked to see that. But same old, same old. You're not getting enough pressure on the quarterback. You're, you you know, you, you end up giving away a lot of yards in coverage just because it's hard to cover people if you can't get to the quarterback. They had the horrible play where, you know, nobody accounted for for 85-year-old Ben Roethlisberger, 11-yard uh, yeah, run yeah. up the middle. I mean, come yeah. on, Giants. I mean, this, that's yeah, it's, it's a little silly mistakes like that. This looked to me like the team that had its final full practice stopped and restarted. I, I understand why. Th this team still fundamentally has a long way to go. The offensive line... I think for me, when you talk about the focus that they put on there, and Andrew Thomas is a stud, and we knew he was going to be tough to, to live with a Will Hernandez regression. Uh, Cam Fleming, when they when the Giants signed him, my first thought was that guy's a giant piece of human garbage, and he lived up to the billing last night. Well, he wasn't supposed to be the starter. Nate Solder was supposed to be the left tackle. I, I understand I know, that. I Listen, they wanted Soldier out anyway. If Soldier didn't opt out due to COVID, they, the Giants may very well have been forced to move him or, or cut him and, and eat money. So who knows how it would have played out. But No, I think they would have started him. Fleming was supposed to be the swing tackle. He was supposed to be the extra guy because he was supposed to be coming off the bench. He was No to reason why Pert shouldn't have been in that game last night. I mean, I, I, well, he I can't. Might, he probably doesn't have the experience yet, Joe. Maybe that's uh, later in the season. Could, we'll couldn't be any worse than what you saw last night from Fleming. I mean, absolutely horrible. And, a and lot I of people were bad against TJ Watt. And, and I mean, that and man, we got to give credit where credit's due. That defense is nasty. That's the best defense. Oh, I in, get it. Tough defense. Right tough defense. But, you know, I think all in all, where we're the Giants definitely were able to hang with them at times. They got completely outclassed. I saw this morning the Giants are already projected for the number two overall pick in the 2021 draft. That's not realistic. I'm Here's my thing about that. I told you, Joe, I do not see this team being one of the three worst teams. And that's not you. I'm not saying to you. I'm saying to anybody that came up with that. This is not going to be one of the worst three teams in the league. The I Jets were a lot worse the Jets, this weekend. The, their next-door neighbor, the New York Jets, look, la look like a laughing stock. Sam Darnold is going to get killed, and that guy will be out of the league soon because, well, they just don't want to protect him. They don't want to take care of him. They don't want to give him weapons. The Jets are really bad. The Jacksonville Jaguars, yes, they won. I still believe are going to be worse than the New York Giants. I still believe the Giants will be maybe top-ten pick, but later in the top-ten, like eight or nine. This team has hope. 
there is a different type of fire from previous years. There weren't a lot of mistakes other than not a lot of penalties in the game as well. I just felt like there's more more positivity than Gi- that Giant fans well, are given. And you even heard Peter King is like, I think the Giants are going to be a better team than we all thought. That's exactly how I feel. Daniel Jones and this team is not going to be playing the Pittsburgh Steelers front seven every week. we got to have a realistic expectation know, that the Giants next year will be the team that, I we, know they're gonna, that we want them to look, be. Look, I know they got to start off with the Bears. they got to play Steelers last night. they got to play the Bears this week. And then they got to play the 49ers. I think the Bears game is a is a winnable game. The Bears were down by three touchdowns going to the Lions in the fourth quarter. And the Lions could be became Tom Brady and if, in the fourth quarter. And if the Lions didn't blow it, and the 49ers got killed. And the 49ers struggled against the Cardinals. Now the Cardinals, let's be honest, their offense is going to be really good, but their defense, they're not known for their defense. So for to see a team like Jimmy G and the 49ers who are just in the Super Bowl struggle offensively, I mean, let's be honest, the Giants could win these games. The Giants were in that game. Throughout the entire, and no matter what that score was, the Giants were in that game. If uh, Daniel Jones, I don't know if they were in that game because the score dictated it, but I don't think they were. Yeah, the game was over in the third quarter because Daniel Jones threw the pick. Once he threw the pick, no, hold on, you've been, both picks were bad. Okay, the first one he forced because even if the guy T.J. Watt didn't pick it off, the guy who was guarding Evan Ingram was going to pick it off, and the guy, the cornerback who was sitting in the cover two zone, would have picked it off. Okay, I don't know where he was throwing that first one. The second one, you have to be smart in that. This is what we were talking about about not making the bad mistake. It's okay to get sacked and lose seven yards and throw the pick. You can live with that. You get the field goal. The Giants still get the lead. What else? And we talked about this before. Evan Ingram. When are we going to see something out of this guy? Because I, I, I said it on the first drive. I'm like, drops. He's got a knack for dropping the ball. He's it's a, a lack of concentration. Yep. You know, the biggest thing that I took away from the Giants game last night was they can't run the football right now. Everything else I was I was I was thoroughly pleased with. I thought the defense played hard. I thought they played physical. Okay, yeah, they made mistakes, but that's a team trying with a new coordinator and with new pieces. The biggest thing I noticed was we could not run the football. Not even close to running the football. We had the stat. I sent it to you. You sent it back to me. Ben Roethlisberger had more rushing yards than Saquon last night. That's a problem. We have one of the best running backs in the history of football, talent-wise. Okay, he could be something great, Hall of Fame. Oh my you know? God, I think we've ever had. And but to, but to not be able to see him yeah. be able to just – I mean, he had that one little screen pass leaping over guys, and it's just like, that's what we got. There's, it's Superman just waiting to be broken loose. And it's, it's just very frustrating. Now, I hope Jason Garrett doesn't get too pass-heavy because I know he does can fall into that because it was a problem in Dallas. Well, they had Zeke, and how many times did you use to scream and go, why are they not feeding Zeke? And they would get well, last night was tough. Well, last night was tough. They were trying to get the ball, and that they had no hope. They, Stefan Tuit was there. T.J. Watt looked like, like I said, I think he's going to win defensive player. That kid's a special, special player. So is Bud Dupree, Devin Bush, Micah Fitzpatrick. That team, that Steelers team, for them to be competitive, and that could be a dark horse in the AFC just because of how great that defense is. And Big Ben plays the Big Ben capability. Watch out for the Pittsburgh Steelers because that could be a very Super. scary team going forward in the AFC. It's a new beginning for Giant fans. It's a new beginning for this franchise. We are moved on from Eli. The Eli train is done. It's all Daniel Jones. It's Joe Judge. I'm okay because I saw Daniel Jones make plays. But no, that's what I'm saying. I'm excited for the future of the Giants, and that's why last night – was yes they lost yes they are 0 and 1, and but there's still a lot of positives. We might have a left tackle now for the 10 to 12 years. Might have a franchise quarterback, a running back, a number one receiver, and then once with that defense gets a little more experienced, we're talking about a team that's going to be 
very formidable in the NFC for years to come, we hope. No, there's no hope. It's going to happen. This team is so young that they will be fine. They will be fine, and we have to be patient. We're not expecting this team to go to the playoffs right off the bat. They're not winning the Super Bowl. This is going to take a year or so. They're going to be fine. So let's have some positivity, and let's just have some hope. Right, guys? Let's have some positivity. No? You guys don't Three feel and it. 13. Three oh, and 13 is where I'm at. I'm about to cut you off. You're about to get off the show if you talk nonsense. Okay. Listen, you know what? I, 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 I was with you. No, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I understand you're upset. I know where I'm, I'm hitting you in the heart. What you just said. I, I love the Giants. Don't get me wrong here. But yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be objective. Like, I'm looking around the rest of the league. I watched a lot of the games, uh, you know, and, and which games I didn't watch, I really got into. I talked to some some different people uh, about their teams just to sort of get a sense of where people think they're at because this is such a weird season with no preseason. You didn't really know what you were going to get. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Niners, I think, for one, a massive letdown. Tom Brady obviously played like garbage. But I think for me – you know, I, I think the thing that frustrated me the most about the Giants was simply the fact that Saquon couldn't get anything going. That no. Obviously, the game plan was to try to get the ball in Saquon's hands, and that game plan was a giant turd. That's the thing that upset me the most. I could live with a, with a second-year quarterback making a bad throw around the – I mean, that happens. I could live with that. But the fact of the matter is, you know – by the third and fourth quarter, it was clear the Giants weren't going to win the football game again. And I'm just so tired of, you know, listen, it's been four or five straight years now where whenever this team gets in the fourth quarter and they're within striking distance, they absolutely don't have any clue how to get back into a game. They just don't. They just don't make big plays late in games. Can't make, can't make and, I think that comes know, down to not having that D-line being able to take over a game. You, and I'm not training off, but you look at the Philadelphia Eagles-Washington game. Okay, The Eagles were dominating that game. They were up 17 nothing, even with the lackluster offensive line they had. And then Washington's defense took over the game, and Eagles never scored again. That's the problem. The Giants don't have one or two guys on the on the defensive line that can take over a game I know and be tone setters. You look at you look at teams that the Rams against the Cowboys. Aaron Donald just took the offensive lineman of the Dallas, threw them aside, and then picked up Zeke and threw him on the ground like he was a rag doll. Oh, I mean, the best football player still, maybe in the game. But you're just you're, you're acting like he's anybody like I just said that well, about the, the Washington player. players. Jay, I mean, what? yeah. No, so what about the Steelers? Ian? No, you, I know. Look, we just got – I don't see three and 13. Saquon, last year we complained that they didn't give him the ball in the first game against Dallas. He got the ball about over 20 times last night. So, he's going to be able to run the football. Let's let's be clear. It, Saquon Barkley's not going to have much more games in his career of 15 carries and six yards. You hope it's, not. It's not. It's not because you're not playing a defense like that every week. It's not going to happen. You're playing the Bears defense this week. He's the way, way too talented to do that. That defense is nasty, and we saw the true Pittsburgh Steelers defense. They are even better. They're hungrier, and now they have a, he- a healthy, as of right now, Big Ben going forward. The Steelers are going to be a playoff team. They're going to be a dark horse in the FC, and that defense is, going, is the best defense in the league. So the Giants, they do their part. They lose – but they, they stick to it. They stick to their game plan. They play well. Their offensive line looked all right. How were they going to handle this defense? They played well. Andrew Thomas, very pleased with how he played. The others, 
got to get their stuff together because we can't be having number 26 having six yards of care uh, six yards in a game plain and simple let's get over to all the other week one games and what a week one it was let's get into tampa bay because i've seen everybody overreacting freaking out and going absolutely insane because they lost the first game of the year to a team that's been in Super Bowl contention for the past four years, and all of a sudden that the Buccaneers were going to go 16-0 because they have Tom Brady and they have everybody. Does anybody remember when a team in the NBA called Miami Heat formed their little trio? And do you remember what they started with, Ted, in their first 17 games? Do you remember what their record was? They were 9-8, and and everybody was freaking out. They were having problems in the – oh, Spolstra and LeBron had their little arguments on the bench – and everybody was freaking out, saying, uh-oh, this is not going to work. Well, guess what happened now? They ended up winning the title. They got to the finals. They did pretty well for themselves. One of the greatest duos and teams in the past 20 years. Okay. So let's get back to Tampa, another Florida team. Tom Brady, new system, new coach, new – I mean, new beginnings. To Look at the whole – Tampa, New England. It's just everything is new down there. They get Leonard Fournette. They have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, the three tight ends. I know it looks all sexy. The fantasy. Also, team. they had a rookie offensive tackle in Tristan Wirfs. Yes, who was who was going against Cameron? Uh, excuse me, Cameron. Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan. I was going to say Cameron Hayward. That was That's last night. Steelers, but Cameron Jordan, one of the best defensive linemen in all of football. You see that it was there was no fan interference. There was no crowd noise. There was no nothing. But you could tell Tampa Bay it looked like their first game. They, they, they not having a preseason. Here's the thing: not having a preseason game, not being able to go full force. You know, Mike Evans was coming off a hamstring injury. He wasn't 100%. You could tell he wasn't 100%. He had one catch, two yards, a touchdown. Mm-hmm. For the most of the point, he was shut down. No, no, game. 100%. Yeah, it wasn't Gronk wasn't a factor in the game. Leonard Fournette didn't really even run the ball. He's still warning the the, the, the here, whole game plan. And so it's going to take time for the show. And, and you're right, Trev. Wait till week six when we're looking at this team and they're scoring 37 like, points look, a game. Look, and then Arians comes out and says, oh, that, that wasn't Brady-like. Like, and this is what the media is going to do. They're going to blow it out of proportion. They're going to already say, oh, there's discombobulated. There's disconnect between the two. Guys, Tom Brady's been in this league for 20 freaking years. He's won six Super Bowls. He's been through it all. Do you really think after one game that the Buccaneers led by Tom Brady, it's over with? Really? Like, have we come to this situation in in the time of society now that after one— No, it's called overreaction Monday. I know, but after one game— I, and, and, Joe, thank you for all the pictures. It doesn't look good when you when you see all the pictures right now. It, it just doesn't look promising for Tampa Bay. <laughs> so they are checking when New England won. But, yeah, especially when New England and Cam looking good, too, as well. Trevor, this is what you call fake news. This is where I just string all the bad moments of Tom Brady's yeah. day, one after the other. I'm surprised you didn't get, surprised you didn't get the, pick, uh, the pick six as well with Janoris Schenken, ex-giant. But here's my thing is that it happens. All these super teams, all these teams that are created, it's not going to just happen like that. It's going to take time. They have to gel. So for anybody that thinks, oh, here we go, the Buccaneers are going to be terrible, Tom Brady, what a bad mistake he made, like, give it a rest. The Saints man. will probably be the number one seed in the, the NFC. The Saints are a team that's been in the NFC title game for, or, or not at four straight years, but have been in the Super Bowl picture for the past four years. This is a team that's been together. And I'm sorry, Drew Brees didn't look all that great to me either. I'm sorry that I know he won, but they had the better team. Drew Brees... He can't throw the ball longer than 10 yards. Michael Thomas got hurt. Michael Thomas got hurt too. Like, I'm sorry, but everybody wants to say the Buccaneers were so bad. 
the Saints, yeah, they put up 34 points, but Drew Brees, that's going to kill him down the road. Is He can't stretch the field with his arm. He can't be Russell Wilson. He can't be Mahomes. He can't be Aaron Rodgers because they stretch the field unlike any other quarterbacks. He can't do that. So for anybody who wants to say, yes, the Saints are 1-0 in the win column, win-loss column, but they didn't look great. Drew Brees didn't look great. Their defense was great. And they got to Brady. But everybody that's freaking out and saying, oh, the Patriots, the um, the Patriots, the Buccaneers experiment is already over. Like, just, just stop. Give it a rest, please. I watched please. the game. I watched the game. Joe, did you watch the whole game? Joseph, come back. I, I did. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I did. Yeah. So, overall take, I, I expected kind of what I saw. I expected the same. Did we expect them to win? I, I thought it would be a closer game. So, like, we all thought with the Giants. We I thought they weren't going to win. I thought it would be a closer okay. game. Uh, I was very interested to see, though, how the connection between the receivers and the tight ends were with, with Brady. You could tell they were out of sort. You could tell that it was the first NFL real action game of, of the team. You know, you can practice all you want, but they're not going full force like they were in a game, you know, like a normal game. And let's, let's face it, the Saints have a good defense. They really do. They have a very good defense. They have a shutdown corner. They have a very good linebacker in Demario Davis. They have a, a elite pass rusher in Cameron Jordan. They have great coaching. They've been here before. Majority of the team, if not the whole team, is back again. You know, like, and that's what we're talking about. And I said this before and when I started the show. New teams this week with new coaches, and I don't mean new teams with coaches, but new coaches on new staffs were two and, I believe, two and seven this weekend. So, you know, you, you're looking at, this is a new team. This is a whole bunch of new pieces. You know what I mean? It takes time to gel. If you know anything about football, defenses are always ahead of the well, game. Obviously, the people and, that want to talk about it don't. Well, that's why I'm like, I, I showed you this morning. You have, idi- you have idiots. On we a New York Giant fan page, media. they said, Saquon Barkley, Barkley is a bust, and Daniel Jones looked like a rookie. And I said, probably your worst take ever. Stick to your day job. And then, like, and then people complimented me, and I said, listen, you gotta have realistic, realistic expectations. According to Joe, he doesn't. He doesn't have. Okay. The Tampa Bay Bucks. They had a rookie tackle who's getting dominated for most of the game. Their line. Here's the biggest thing. Their line got dominated. That was the really biggest shocking thing that their offense line got, and they weren't able to develop any running game. I thought they would have used Fournette a little bit more. And it made it made them really predictable. And I just hope that because they think Brady's there, that they're going to throw the ball over the field, and this is going to be well, they got it. You know, the they greatest show on turf because it's not. They have to gel, and that's what it, it's not going to just happen overnight. And of Rome course, and of course, the Patriots. And, I, and I'm trying to cut you off, but I know the and the Patriots winning this week, and 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 having you know Newton look as good as he did. No, they, I would I would disagree with that statement. I would say the Ravens. Listen, he's not off though. He's no, the Saints, are right Saints, there, the Saints are right there. But and that's I, my Super Bowl I'm, prediction: I'm, Saints, Ravens. And so did I. And I had the Ravens winning. I think complete, Steve. You're not. You're not far off. The, the, the maybe because the he's Ravens. Close, he's close, maybe because the Ravens have Lamar Jackson, the Saints have Drew Brees is the biggest edge. Because what I noticed is Drew Brees can't throw the ball more than five yards. If you watch that whole game, I didn't see one deep pass. And later on in the playoffs, when you can prepare a lot harder, teams are going to play an underneath zone, keep everything under ten, because you're going to say, "Beat me deep." Play man coverage and th- throw deep, and he can't throw the ball deep. It's screens, it's dinks, it's dunks, it's it's a Taysom Hill throwback pass. It's you know that's what, that, that's that's what I'm trying to say. They're just... probably better off with Taysom Hill as their quarterback because he can do do he can run the ball, be a dynamic runner, and he can throw the ball deep. Drew Brees can't throw the ball deep, and if you don't have a guy that can stretch the field, I thought Emmanuel Sanders would have been a bigger factor in the game. He didn't have a catch to late in the game. Joseph, you know, what do you think? 
Well, look, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I expected, like you said, Ted, I expected Brady to do about what Brady did. I, I think, again, when you come into a new system, you know, even have Gronk around, you know, I, I don't know that uh, there needs to be the adjustment period of kind of getting getting used to everything yeah. about it. Yes. I will say this. The other prediction I did make, and I know I made it with you guys as well, was Superman uh, was was shining bright. Cam Newton, boy. I'm I'm said, fantasy, baby, this Joe, week. Joe, did you say MVP? No. Joe, I, didn't say, I didn't say MVP, but I did say that I, I knew I think Cam Newton's gonna take this team to 10 and 6. I think he's gonna make them the prediction. That was Joe's bold prediction, Cam Newton. And and it's not and it doesn't seem too far stretched now because you look good. Well, they always they ain't always gonna be playing the Miami Dolphins too. So let's uh let's pipe that. Well, really? 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 Yeah, really, 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 really. Get into this? Really? They're not gonna play. The, they're gonna play the Jets two, two times. It's 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 like the Miami Dolphins in New York. Relax we'll that. Gotta play the Bills twice. They play Seattle this week. Gotta play Seattle. I'll bet, in you, Seattle I'll bet you they. I'll bet you they'll split with the Bills. I bet you they'll sweep right. the Jets, well, and I bet you they'll sweep the Dolphins. Put your money where you, put your money you, where you have. No, yeah. I don't care. I'm going for three straight against them. A third sandwich on the line. I'm doing it. Let's All right, go. So you want to do? Hold on. So. Let's do. Let's bet the Sunday night game. Carolina, I'm uh, not Carolina. New England versus Seattle. Do you have New England winning? No, no. It's yes, Seattle. I do. In Seattle, okay, I do. In Seattle, are you just saying that just to lose again? No, no. These sandwiches aren't free. You think I just like handed sandwiches well, out? Well, no, I think Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton is going to be the breakout star of the NFL this year. He's going to make Carolina look stupid, and he's going to make Tom Brady look stupid for leaving. You're out of your minds. You're really, you're really. Big breaking news on baseball, though. They just set up some uh, NLDS locations and uh, ALDS. It's all breaking oh. news, actually, if you look it up right Houston, now. Houston, Minute Maid Park. Minute Maid Park. Are we going to a bubble? Is there going to be a bubble? We're going to the bubble. This um, just in the bubble. I can't believe you think. I can't believe you think that the Patriots are going to win this week. I mean, Cam Newton looks great. Don't get me wrong. Th- there was a lot of positives from a lot of teams. There was a lot of negatives. The Jaguars, but we got we got to speak about the Jaguars for one second. We thought you had them going two and fourteen. No, I had one and fifteen. They're losing fifteen straight. They're not losing fifteen. Gar- Gar- RJ, if you're watching, I'm sorry. Gar- I still, still got to stick to my. Gardner Minshew, nineteen of twenty. That's Phil Sims. Oh, Three goodness. touchdowns, no picks. Well, the Colts. You and me both had the Colts in the playoffs. No. I did not. Yeah, you did. No, I did not. You they had, had eight and eight. Did not have them in you the playoffs. The yeah, there you go. See, Steve's why. I see like that right. people. I like that people know what our sandwich situation is like at I'm this point. Like, I really I'm do. Right no, but I mean, listen. I thought. <laughs> I thought Minshew, considering everything that's transpired with the Jaguars this year, and and you, everyone on the outside believes they're tanking. What's to say they might not win oh, six, this, seven is games? It, is, this I know Chuck, is this a Dolphins like last year? Remember when the Dolphins got rid of everybody? They finished five and eleven. Listen, but they still got two. You know what he is? He's a better Baker Mayfield. Wow, who would have thought? Gardner Minshew is a thought, better Baker Mayfield. Same type of player, constricted arm, but he's got a more moxie to him. He does. He's not bravado, but he he makes the plays. I don't see him coming off as cocky either, like arrogant. Like Baker had his really good rookie year, and I guess we should get into that because that's actually one of the bad from this weekend is a Cleveland Brown team. Jacksonville looked very impressive. Phillip Rivers once again doing what Philip Rivers does best. Who's your most impressive team of the weekend, though? Seriously? Yeah. Is that really a question? Yeah. The most impressive team is the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, but they beat it. Hold on. 
hold on. They beat a team that we all thought would be competitive in the AFC North. We thought they might have a, a chance to get into the playoffs this year. We thought they'd be better. They have another year with Beckham, a new head coach, Kevin Stefanski, Baker Mayfield, Kareem Hunt, that whole crew. Boy, oh boy, to lose by 32 to a division rival and a team that they beat last year in Baltimore when Nick Chubb, that was, I think, Nick Chubb's best game last year, a huge game he had against Baltimore. To see them lose by 32 and to only score six points with that type of offense, and I'm sorry, but Giant fans, more and more we look at that Odell Beckham Jr. trade looks more and more better for us because he's been he's been non-existent. Who is, it's like Robinson Cano. Who's Odell Beckham Jr.? He goes to Cleveland, and he literally is. Beckham blew that. He could have here's, only stayed here's, in New York, but here's my and thing. he blew it. But here's my, I'm not getting into all that Beckham stuff. Here's my thing: when they have that much talent offensively, they get a couple. They get Conklin, Jack Conklin in free agency, Dredrick Wills in the draft. They add some pieces on defense. They also get Austin Hooper. Javon Njuku is out for a couple weeks now. Yeah, but Austin Hooper, and you lose by 32 points to a division rival, and look that bad. Like, I know the Jets were bad. I know Jacksonville's supposed to be bad, but at least Jacksonville played their guts out. They won a division game. You got your asses kicked on national TV. And thank you, Stevie. Of course. I am usually am right. I usually am right, Stevie. Dude, he's changing a new week, Steve Rizzer. He lo- See, he loves me. I'm the good guy now. But here's the, here, I'm the good guy on the show. Here's the thing. I mean, come on. That's because you the old Manning's not on the field. <laughs> yeah, true, right? And you got to also remember, we don't remember, remember last year, week one, Cleveland, oh, they lost to a Titans team by 30 points as well. So this is two straight years of Baker Mayfield and the Browns struggling. We're all giving hope that this team is going to be really good, right? What are we to make that this team is going to move on from Baker after this year? I mean, he's got a, Colin Coward was listening. This is a massive game this Thursday. This is a massive game this Thursday against the Cleveland, against the Cincinnati Bengals, because if they lose at home and he plays bad again, Boy, they're going to be wanting his head. The two worst teams this weekend were the Browns and the Jets. The Jets were pathetic. Oh, okay, I listened to Michael K. show yesterday. I don't know if anyone watched the Jets game unless you're a Jets fan. But here's the thing. I took it away. Donald looked awful, and he has regressed every year. He is not good. He is not good. Steve, you still feel good about that now, one. Now, you can you can blame the coaching staff. You could say he has no weapons. All, all realistic thoughts on that. But – their defense, they have they had no effort. They were lackluster. Adam Gase should be fired right Adam now. Adam Gase is a joke. Who had no. issues with Le'Veon Bell during training camp. Le'Veon Bell pulls his hamstring in the first half. They tape it up, and then Adam Gase puts him back in the second half and realizes, oh, my God, he's not fully healthy. We should pull him. <laughs> um what what are we doing? You know what's funny? Like you, you listen, know what's he is one of your best players. If he's hurt with a hamstring, you shouldn't touch the field. This is the funny this part. This is this is the New York Jets. You know, it's funny because Adam Gase got the job. You see, this is what kills him. So Adam Gase was, was not good. Was not good in Miami. Right. Was not good in Miami. Got fired. So the Jets, without doing their homework, say, you know, we're going to give Adam Gase because Peyton Man said he's the quarterback whisperer. What are you whispering? Nonsense? Because it's he's not working. Because it's not working. And it, since he's been there, it's been awful. Remember his press conference? He was like. Looks like he was doing drugs. Okay. Looks like he was doing Eyes drugs. were rolling in the back of his head. I don't know what was happening to him. But you look at this team. They have not improved since he's been there. There's been issues with players. Jamal Adams, Le'Veon Bell. These are superstars. Jamal Adams had a pretty good game. He's with 12 tackles, and sack. Yeah, we're pretty good blitzing, blitzing all over the field. They have no weapons for Sam Darnold. Sam Dar- Adam Gaze brought in Joe Douglas. That was his guy, the GM. The Jets are 2-8. and eight. 
By week 11, when the Jets have the bye, mark my words, Adam Gase will be fired. Fire. Who no, hey, he'll be gone before then. No, I don't, because the Jets won't fire him in the middle Here, of the season. Here's my thing. You want to know why teams like the Steelers do well and the teams like the Jets do well? Because look what the Steelers did. The you Steelers, the Jets do well. I said, you know what I mean. I'm sorry. Slow your roll, son. Should we count the mistakes? This is like, should we count the facts that you say and the mistakes Are you, you going to go? Yeah, I'm going to get into it. Are you going to worry about talking Anyways, nonsense? My point is, the reason why the Steelers are so always impressive and the Jets are the Jets is because you got to think about it. a couple years ago, they had one of the best offenses in the game, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, the three Bs. Now look at those two, two of those three Bs. One's not even in the league and may not ever play again. And one took less money to go to a team that is completely garbage. And if any Jet fans watching, I'm sorry. But if you can take any positives from that game, please do. I'm all ears. I mean, at least the Giants, they played for 60 minutes. They gave it all. They didn't win, but they still had more hope. The Jets, Sam Darnold, Mr. Savior, right? We've been hearing that for three years now. Now, I know he doesn't have a lot of weapons. Probably the worst bunch of weapons in the game. But when he's continuously going back and back and back, you're supposed to be going forward. You're supposed to be growing up, and he's not. I don't know who to blame. Is it more Darnold? Is it more Gay? So when the, the Jets, have the, so when the the Jets G- have the number one pick next year, they will be drafting Trevor Lawrence and Sam Darnold will be out the door with Adam Gase. Can you well, imagine you know, that? That's what's going can to happen. Imagine when that. the Jets have the worst record in football, and they are – Can you but, imagine that, Jeff? They will be drafting Trevor Lawrence, and they will be shipping Sam Darnold out the door. See you later. And so will Adam Gase, and there will be a new Let's coach. Let's do the worst three teams that you saw, Joe. Browns, Jets, and definitely oh, Browns. I'm asking Joe. Definitely Browns. Definitely Jets. And I think if you're, um, I think if you're an Eagles fan, I think there's got to be some real concern for you. That's because definitely to be up. And Wentz did not look good. Did eight, not look good. I mean, they're really all bad. God, getting pressured. Eight, I mean, eight sacks. Damn. I mean, Washington. Good and for they, them. They have more now injuries. Now seventeen nothing. They come back and win twenty seven seventeen. The NFC East, like I said. And we haven't even talked about those Cowboys and those Eagles, the two front runners in the NFC East. And then we'll finish off with the really good because there was some great football and great quarterback play. But I want to talk about the NFC East because this has always been the hot debated question. Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott? Well, we got to see two of them on on hand. The Eagles offensive line is atrocious. It's very bad. They're dealing with massive injuries and it doesn't look like it's going to get any better for them. And then you got a Dallas team that has all the expectations. They could be the maybe the front runner to win the NFC. They have it all. Well, I saw a team that still looks the exact same to me. Dak Prescott still looks the exact same to me. Just just has a visor now. That's the only difference I see with they that. They were the same I'm, exact team as they so, were last I'm year. I'm sorry. But Dak Prescott and I will I, I keep saying and I hate to say it, but this is what Dak Prescott is. This is what he was in college. He's a good quarterback, but he'll never win you. You could give him all the pieces. For goodness sake, you could give him Barry Sanders or another receiver, and he would still not make a Super Bowl. He's that type of quarterback. He's not going to win you the big one. He's like a Phillip Rivers. He's good, but he's never going to get you to where you want to be. He's not going to be Eli. He's not going to be Big Ben. I mean, well, let's not hope he's ever Eli. But my point is, is that – He's just not going to win. He's never going to take you to the promised land that you want to. And they, like I said, give him a hundred million a year. I give him every, give him everything. Give him a billion dollars. I don't care if Dallas does because he is not worth the money. And to see those two teams, especially Dallas, because we all thought Dallas was going to be really, really good this year to play the way they played on Sunday night against a Rams team who could be interesting, but is not as great as they were past couple years to play the way they did. 
I'm, I'm not worried about Dallas. And then the Eagles are a total mess with that offensive line. What did you guys think about the NFC East? What did you guys think about the Eagles and the Cowboys? Well, not I've, I, as, I had the assumption that Dallas was going to go in and, and beat the Rams. They didn't look good. They looked like Dallas. I said to you yesterday, I said, that's what Dak Prescott is. He can't win the big game. Like it just, it's he just can't make the big play down the stretch. Was that a pass, I also, offensive pass interference? No, just like I don't think last night's Ingram. Ingram was a pass uh-huh. interference. I thought that was a game changing play because then it set up second twenty seven, okay. and then they ran a screen. I got you. I got you. A lot more offensive pass interferences I saw this weekend uh, than I'm used to seeing. Yes. But with that being said, I think Mike McCarthy also blew the game when it was fourth and I believe six or fourth and three, and on the seven, the eleven yard line, and he decided to go for it, kick the field goal, tie the game twenty twenty, and let your defense play ball, and maybe you get a late field goal to win. I didn't, I didn't like the whole, the whole scenario. I mean, it, you know, last year it was like, ah, it's because Jason Garrett's the head coach. That's the problem. What's the, what's the excuse? That's the, what's the excuses now? Oh, we got a new head coach now. I mean, what's the excuse? I mean. Offensive line could be. I just and I, they also lose Blake Jarwin for a significant time, and the linebacker Leighton Vander Esch who's out for six to eight weeks. So they're a couple more injuries away from having a very their season spot. All I know is the NFC East will be a much more competitive. It's wide open to oh, me. Yeah. After, after one now, week, do I think the Giants and Redskins are going to win the division? No. After one week, though, it, it to me, I don't know if you all agree. If we all agree on this, but it looks like it could be wide open. The Giants and Washington are still not winning the division. That's fine. But, it's it'll be a lot closer than like okay Dallas and Eagles both ten and six and and Redskins Giants like four and twelve. I think there's a better chance that all the teams are around seven and ninety in eight right right around there. I think I think Washington with that defensive line is going to keep them in a lot more games than people want to give them credit for. And I think maybe Dwayne Haskins will show more. He doesn't. It's one of those things where remember like the Trent Dilfer, don't lose a game, just be efficient. You know, well, with that th- defensive line, they have opportunities to win games. You know, Daniel Jones, we know the Giants can play. We know the Giants can play. Can they run the ball and develop a little bit more? Uh, Chase Young looked very good too. Both both the picks at the NFC East, the Giants and, and Washington, I was about to say the Redskins by, by accident. All I know is but Chase Young looked really good. And so did Andrew Thomas, and that's a battle that I cannot wait to see. And all I know is Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Lamar Jackson. I want to, like before we MVPs. get into that, I want to ask Joe, what did he think about the Eagles? Because we will get to that. We're going to close out with that. Well, so, like I said, I actually got you guys started on that. I mean, I thought Wentz looked pretty awful. Uh, yeah. And I see uh, our buddy Quali Boy in the comments very concerned about how his team looked for uh, most of the second half of that football game. But for me, look, I think Dwayne Haskins is an excellent quarterback. You guys know that was the guy I wanted the Giants to draft over Daniel Jones. Obviously, Jones right now has the advantage as far as everything. Um, but I really do think that Haskins, I think Haskins can be as good as what Daniel Jones projects to be. I think you're talking about a guy who's got a chance to be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. And I think he's got a lot of good pieces around him with a vastly improved defense. The Redskins could be surprising at times. And we've seen that over the last few years where I, I think this team could get out to a six and three start before they settle in at like seven and nine. But just like you said, look, this division is wide open. I think it's going to be who can yeah. play consistently week to week. I, again, I don't want to shortchange anybody right now because not having a real preseason and it just coming out and playing football. You guys have played. You know, it's it's a hard thing to do. I want to give this another couple of weeks before I decide. You know whether Tom Brady should retire. You know whether uh, Josh Jacobs should be crowned MVP today. There's a lot of there's a lot of like speculation from today 
because of the weekend. I think we got to give this a couple weeks. Obviously, uh, Marlon Mack, big injury out for the year. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you're you're going to see a lot of this stuff. And, and don't be surprised during the year. I mean, we got to talk about, we haven't mentioned the word once yet, but COVID, there'll certainly be cases of oh, uh, yeah. COVID-19 that'll wreak havoc on rosters and on your fantasy teams. So glad they're back. Fun week. I watched so many games and it was so great to see them, but. I don't want to get uh, too carried away at this point. Well, let's talk about after week one, let's talk about greatness. And that was, to me, the four best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. In no particular order, Patrick Mahomes started on Thursday night, picking apart the Houston Texans, but not throwing the ball deep. It was as surgical. It was like literally intermediate routes, as Colin Coward calls it. He went, he went to surgery and picked them apart. And then Lamar Jackson just coming out and continuing his MVP straight, his MVP maybe going for two straight. Here's the thing about Lamar Jackson and Colin Cowboy said it best. The guy's 20 and three. Do you realize that he's 20 and three and everybody's freaking out because he's only lost two. Do you remember Peyton Manning started off never winning, not really winning any playoff games. Couldn't, couldn't win. And you look at some of the quarterbacks, Josh Allen really well, Jimmy G we didn't even get into him that much, but Jimmy G struggled. Lamar Jackson is the main guy that I want to talk about because he looked amazing. That team looks very, very scary as well. Russell Wilson, I picked him to be the MVP. And then Aaron Rodgers looks like a man on a mission and just trying to shut all the doubters up because he went into Minnesota. No fans in all. By the way, I had Minnesota's defense to give me negative four points. <laughs> I still won, though. I still won by 20 points. Anyways, Rodgers looked amazing. He had some of the best throws I've seen in a long time. Devontae Adams looks good. He stays healthy. That team looks very good going forward. That team looks like they're going to be the favorites winning that NFC North. But you look at those four quarterbacks, they look like above everyone else. Like I thought I was seeing maybe Brady and Breeze. Those would have been the six best quarterbacks. I think Breeze and, and Brady are, are taking a step back. I think those four, Wilson, Lamar, Mahomes, and Rodgers, clear-cut top four quarterbacks, everybody else is a tier below them. They really came out and showed their tr- and showed out their true talents, and they picked apart – some good teams. Anybody want to? No, I mean, no. I thought you were. What are we just going? I mean, no. I was. I want you to. I mean, I mean what was you have to say? Well, I was the one that interrupted before. I mean, we said it. Wilson, Rogers, Lamar, all look like MVPs right now. We knew what Mahomes did. We talked a little bit about before last week. You know, what's more to say? Those four quarterbacks are front and center. And look at the teams. And look, at the teams. We, look at the teams, Ron. Remember what we said though, too. And we talked about this on, on Friday. I think it was Friday. And we mentioned the question undefeated. Well. Baltimore's winning, and they don't look like they're slowing down. The Chiefs, they look like they're winning, and they ain't slowing down. So I know it's only week one, but with the way those two teams played on Thursday and Sunday, boy, oh, boy, good luck to the AFC trying to slow those teams down. The only team I can really see doing it is the team that played on Monday night last night and maybe even the Titans. The Titans, other than Kostowski, looked very impressive defensively. Derrick Henry, I I know. Let me put this one. I want to go a little bit off what thing is. Is oh, okay. what I thought well, was super done. impressive was Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. First game together, 14 catches, touchdown, 150 something plus yards. Kyler Murray, 91 yards rushing, over 200 something yards passing, tearing up that 49ers defense, you know, which we consider one of the best defenses. You look at those two guys, that's pretty 
good for and a first game. And I wanted game. to pick Kyler Murray to win MVP. I thought he could be a dark horse listen, to win. But that they, team that, is going to be dangerous. They're going to be better than a lot of – that's one of those teams where, hey, listen. That division is going to be – Now you want to know. San Francisco is the, the only team in that division that did not get a week win this weekend. Seattle, Arizona, Rams both all looked impressive. The Rams looked a lot better. Yeah. Up five, Wilson Mahomes, Roger Lamar, Watson – Watch out for Kyle Murray. I like it. I love Watson, but Watson has no help, and he's going to get killed with that offensive line, what I saw on Thursday night. I love Watson. If you had to pick out of the out of the four quarterbacks, who do you think had the best game? If you had to pick out of the four, Russell, Russell, Russell Wilson, 31 of 35, four touchdowns, four incompletions, 334 yards passing, any total ran. domination. And he ran, too. And Rodgers, I mean, Rodgers was great, too, but, but Wilson only had four incompletions. Joe, who'd you pick? If you had to, I mean, Mahomes was really good, but he didn't have the yards, but he picked apart Houston. If you had to pick the best performance out of those four quarterbacks, who'd you take? Well, it's tough because Lamar Jackson only ran for 45 yards, so I'll still pick him with the three touchdown passes. I think he's the best pure athlete of the group, and I think he's in the top five as far as just quarterback play. I don't mean athleticism. I mean just from the standpoint of being a quarterback. I still think he's got a ways to go to get over Wilson and Mahomes and Rodgers, but I think he's got enough talent and ability and smarts. I think he's a really smart guy. I think he's got a great instinct for the game as well. I think he will eventually be the best quarterback in the NFL. How long that will last, you know, I think will depend on health. You know, obviously when you have scrambling quarterbacks, you always do run the risk of, of suffering injuries, but, I think in no time flat, I do think this kid will be the best player in the NFL. I mean, the NFL is in good hands with these quarterbacks. Joe Russell, Burrow, Joe Burrow, looked good, Joe this Burrow, looks Joe good Burrow looked good. Look good at times. That team. I mean, it sucks that they had an offensive pass interference called an AJ Green and then and, 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 and Reggie, Randy Bullock. Literally. Oh come on! You know what? I, I gotta tell you, this is the other thing. I wish everybody would stop bitching and crying about pass interference. Look around. This is what the league has been for like the last four or five years. Just shut up. <laughs> There's bad pass interference calls. There always are. Get well, over it. Get over it. Are you yelling at us on our show? I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at everybody. I'm so sick of this. Dude, they made, they made this rule so stupid. And I've said this before. I don't know why on any given drive, every team doesn't just have that one play where it's like everybody run down the field. I'm just going to heave it and try to get, try to get some contacts. So we get the pass interference. It's an easy 35 yard play down the field. I see it happen to the Giants all the time. They always get pass interference called against them. Stop bitching about it. Yeah, it's the rule. That's the way it goes. You can't grab people. Sometimes they're going to let you play late in games. It's it's a very subjective call is the problem. And we could sit here and cry about it. Oh, boom. Who cares? Make a better throw. Make a better throw. Don't put yourself in position where a, a last-second uh, play is going to cost you the game. That's gonna, that's what happens. This is going to be like the Brett Gardner thing. We're going to start noticing it more and more now. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, tired of everybody complaining about it. Well, so we can break down every game. We for can, hours, but I don't. I don't want to. I'm taking away some of the big things that I saw right there with this NFL weekend. It was. It was a very was quarterback play was really well. Yes. Trubisky played Defense well. Defense has played well. Defense is. I got to give defense. I think we got to think about this. We didn't even bring it up. None of these teams played preseason, so all these teams coming in with just practicing against one another and playing against real competition now. 
the play didn't look sloppy. And that's Let me ask you this, though. The play didn't even look that sloppy to, to just finish up. Are you surprised that the quarterbacks that have been with their team the longest and know their offense is the best pretty much all came out and played really well? When you look at Wilson, Mahomes, Rodgers, Jackson, when you look at those guys, they they those guys came out with a comfort level that I don't think the other quarterbacks, or at least some 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 of the newer starters, teams like the Giants with a new head coach, where you you know you had a little bit more code, you're yeah. putting a new offense in or you know teaching new term whatever the case I mean, may be. Jared Goff, Jared Goff and the Rams looked smooth. They were good against Dallas. They looked very impressive. I was actually I was actually very impressed watching like that game. The, Sunday I like night. the uniform. I don't like the uniform. Not at all. I didn't really like it, but I, like I, I I was looking at the stadium. I'm like, is that a resort? Like, oh, the, did you hear Al Michaels got sunburned? Oh, bummer. He got sunburned from the you could I guess the way yeah, the, it's the, supposed to feel like that stadium outside. is beautiful. All these new stadiums are beautiful. The Giants get a dump. Look at all these nice stadiums, and the Giants get a freaking dump. because yeah, it's in New Jersey. I love Jersey. My whole family's from Jersey. Go back to old Giants. Say, all in all, it was it was a great week one. Very impressed, even from last, even to last night's game, that came down to the last minute. Ray, ratings were up. Ratings were up. It was the yeah, everybody was saying there's going to be. I mean, because of the anthem stuff. The anthem. Stuff, look, ratings are still through the, the roof. Ratings are going to be up through the roof, just like the NBA playoffs were. Look, here's my final. Then don't thing watch. Here's my final thing about that. I have my own belief on that. All doesn't matter. I'm here to watch football. I love the game. I love sports, plain and simple. That's why I want to watch. It doesn't matter. Okay, if you love football. If you want to make it bigger than that, then so be it. It's on you. But I'm going to watch football still, and that's it. And I enjoyed week one. It was amazing. Fans or no fans, it was still a huge success. It was pretty. It's, it was well run, I would say, from start to finish till. I had no issues with it. The quarterback play looked amazing. You had some nice breakout stars. Josh Jacobs looked amazing. Um, McCaffrey looked good. There were some bonehead moments. Matt Rule, new head coach, running a fullback dive on fourth and one. Just don't ask me why you run it when you have the best maybe playmaker in the uh, game. The Lions headbutting the ref. Oh, uh, oh, um, Jamie Collins, Collins headbutting the ref, trying to mimic. Probably not the smartest thing. I understand what he was Rashad, trying to do. Rashad Evans last night. The Rashad linebacker. Evans punching, punching, punching the player. Wait, let's punch a guy with a helmet on. That's smart. Gostowski, there was some bad too. Do you know Joe? I want to end it because I had the bet last night. Do you know Gostowski's? The chances that a kicker would miss three field goals in an extra point in a game is .06, and it happened last night. Do you know Gostowski had never missed three kicks in a game? Do you know he cost me 10 points on the football field, Joe? Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet. But he finally gave when, when You know, I don't know if you guys saw this. Last year, they only converted. The Titans only converted 44% of their field yeah. goals. They had they had so many kickers that out of the oh – Oh, my God. The they, only made, they were like 8 for 22 last year on kicks on field goals. Was they were, they were I think they were the first team in the modern era to kick less – make less than 60% of their field goals in a season. Bill Belichick letting guys go early again. Hmm. Oh, speaking of Cam looked very good too as well. Joe Burrow looked good. Whole thing next three weeks, Jalen Hurts will be the quarterback of the Eagles because I just think that the no, Eagles are, I think the Eagles are going to get two was going to be playing no, sooner. No, but Carson Wentz is going to get killed. I didn't say because he was bad. I said no. he's going to get killed. He gets sacked eight times. That offensive line is struggling, and they're it's not going to get any better. I see Jalen Hurts playing very soon. Tua looks like he could be playing sooner than. Maybe we all thought. All in all, NFL season's underway. We are full steam ahead going forward. Sports game seven tonight. Who you got? Clippers. 
they're the veteran team, the veteran coach. I think at the end Did of the day, Nuggets Kawhi... go three one again. Do they come back three one and win? I think the that. Nuggets are going to shock the world tonight. Stop! It'd be the worst thing for the NBA ratings wise if the Nuggets played the Lakers. If the Nuggets do more power to them, but the NBA in the want, glove is going to shut NBA it down. Is wanting is dying to have Kawhi Lebron L A matchup. Heat and Celtics. Trust me, it would destroy the NBA ratings and baseball. We're getting down the crunch time. We're gonna. The Yankees have a big series for second place against the Toronto Blue Jays. Who would have thought that again? Two weeks left. We got two weeks left. They just came out breaking news. And if I see it, I'll tell you right so now. So I'll tell you exactly what it was. Hold Hold on. Minute, so the World Series is playing in Arlington, Texas. Texas. And the NL Championship and the NLDS will be played in Texas as well. The ALDS will be played in Petco and Dodger Stadium as well. So Minute Maid Park will host portion of the NLDS. This is all breaking news for the NL. So they're going to the NL for MLB. So there's a lot going on in baseball. We'll see the Cole, the Yankees starting to get back all their injuries. Judge Stan probably caught. Cole, Cole looks good. 13 Cole innings, looking last two starts, 19 K. That whole rotation's been outstanding the whole turn through and then some. And we're going like to talk about that later in the week after this big three-game series against the Blue Jays, just to see how they fare. And also, we'll try to get on later in the week to see a big matchup between two number one picks in the Battle of Ohio, the Bengals, the Browns. What's to give? What are we getting from the Browns? Are Browns, we getting Browns good, better win. Are we getting good Baker Mayfield and Browns? Are we getting really bad garbage looking? I like their uniforms, though. They brought back the older uniforms. I do like them. That is all, though. Joseph, thank you as always. My pleasure, boys. Always, always good to be here. For big blue. Gosh darn it. Start Come on, save, big blue. Start saving for that third yeah, sub. Yeah, yeah, Joe, I, I just start saving for that third sub because you know what's coming soon. He has a bet in place, sorry. He has a bet in place, Seattle against against the Patriots. He's got the Patriots winning. I got Seattle winning. So that will be three straight subs for me. Anyways, like I said, we'll be back at the end of the week. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your week. We are streaming on all social media platforms, including YouTube at Keys to the City. New shirts, getting new hoodies sooner or later. So message us if you want one. It's starting to get colder, Tad. Fall's coming. You know what that means. Hoodie season, sweatshirt season. I'm sorry, Ted. Anyways, Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.